0: Give it to you
1: for Christmas, Sammy, baby. If you're really there, you don't have a toothpick. Uh, you just to have toothpicks everywhere. What are we gonna talk about? What do we thinking, gents? <laughs> what did we talk about last week? We mentioned that we were gonna talk about some things, but we didn't talk. Oh, or I don't remember what we, said we were gonna talk about. Chat
2: GPT. Transhumanism.
1: Not prepared. <laughs>
0: Not ready for it.
2: Uh, men in general.
0: Men things.
2: Pornography.
0: Masturbation. Says
1: it. Twice. I don't like it when when people are talking about all these gender stuff, dude. In schools, mm-hmm. ah. there's a boys and there's girls, and that's it.
0: God. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like I mean, this. Uh, should I Would be I, in the center? Yeah. Yeah, you should be in the
2: center. I'm struggling with coming up with what to talk about. Content.
1: Well, let's talk about... Um, we can talk
0: about our stories. I've yeah. done this. It's super easy to talk weeks. about
1: yourself. Yeah, it's easy to talk about ourselves. You <laughs> How about this? Um, talk about...
0: I'm going to lie, those wings are making my stomach. Yeah, bed, this bed for you. What if we talk about gluttony? That'd be a good
1: one. Because we talked about that last week. That could be an easy, and we could just make it a quick episode.
0: See, this is where I get, there's desires that we have, but w- when does gluttony become gluttony? All right. Is, I can question. enjoy things that I enjoy, and I can indulge in those in some extent, but when does gluttony become gluttony? Right, and we also think of food as only being gluttony, but mm-hmm. in every single saying. aspect of our lives, we deal with gluttony. Right? I don't know the last time I've said no to myself.
1: Hmm. But even like the biggest thing is just like satisfaction. Like that's what's been on my mind is getting like where's where's our satisfaction mm-hmm. coming satisfaction
2: from? Satisfaction is huge for me too. I yeah. feel like
1: I've been dealing
0: with that too. Is uh, Trevor Hunt, who's an amazing teacher at magnify uh he said this what do you give yourself to and he was specifically talking about um the one of our like six i, mean, I don't want to say pillars because that sounds islamic
1: <laughs> they literally have six pillars No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they have five pillars
0: right the five oh wait
1: maybe yeah five
0: it's pillars. the five yeah. yeah yeah six pillars of magnify um But like their points and one of them is like there's reach, serve, um, and then this one's give. And so it's emphasizing right on financially giving kind of, but also talking about what does it mean to give to? Like, what does it mean to give? And one of the points that Trevor simply spoke about was what do you give yourself to? Like, so often we give ourselves to good things, but we just overindulge in them, and we, we don't even have enough space to give to God anymore because we're too busy giving to these things. Sports, because he, he's talking to a bunch of high schoolers. That's what his mm. main point was. was There's sports, there's... Yeah, I mean, so just that. and Working out, um, school, classes, and we just lose focus of what truly matters and mm-hmm. i to remember who said this he said never let your education get in the way of your learning mm. and that's why i dropped out of college
1: because yeah. <laughs> i'm not good at ever one of them
0: <laughs> i'm better at this
1: different.
2: for diploma yeah <laughs> oh, shank already said that never mind that's funny i just copy other people's jokes i'm not
0: original that's not true at
2: all I'm unique just like everybody else. You're special. I'm um,
1: um I'm special. Yeah, I'm special.
0: I wish I would've brought my Bible in today. Guess what, guys? I got a story, story to uh, say. Hey. I woke up in the middle night yeah. with a song yeah. in my head, so yeah. I wrote it on the table <laughs> next to my bed. <laughs> hey, yeah, uh, it was like, "Don't return to Egypt." Why would you do that, man? That was illegal. Hey, yeah, Darren, and I say you're paraplegic. Yeah, don't be the guy laying in bed with no legs and arms. Ah, yeah, yeah. Guess what, man? I got a <laughs> you <laughs>
1: You used the word paraplegic. That was good. <laughs> yeah. First, you made up a word, allergic, I think, and then you rhymed it with paraplegic, which is pretty. Actually, that's kind of that's that's hard. hard. Well, I was trying yeah. to say allergic. allergic.
0: That went hard, dog. Yeah, that went hard, dog. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, you can like. <laughs> Just yeah, go. we were totally off there. <laughs> yeah. We'd have to try it. Yeah. Start off a oh. beat. deep, <laughs> <laughs> deep, <the> deep gulp.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so satisfaction sound good. Yeah, so satisfaction, gluttony, self control. Yeah, we'll like start with gluttony. I mean, talk about those like, three things kind of. Related. Yeah, that kind of like gets us going into it. Like, hey, they tie together. We'll start talking about like holiday season, like eating and stuff. This is disruption. Like, what did you put in your journal about it?
2: Um, just all kinds of, well, I've journaled since I was like seven years old, but I started off as a school assignment and then I just never stopped. Huh. So it was kinda...
0: it's your personal journal.
2: But yeah, it's like my personal journal. So, you know, some people journal prayers. Some people journal daily life. Some people are just processing. Some people are trying to write a memoir because they think they're going to be famous someday and they're going to need it. <laughs> That's what I'm some doing. people write super dark secrets that they'll never let
0: I anyone know. else know about like what what do you journal about
1: (laughs) 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 i have no idea Uh, what that face meant yeah i mean journaling is i started journaling you know jordan peterson's website essay i subscribed to his website essay and i use that for my little journal it's actually pretty sweet huh uh well, this so episode is not sponsored by jordan peterson's essay uh platform so sponsored so what does it do we we'll that out it's just a it's just like a writing platform you know like pages or microsoft word it's oh. just like a writing platform oh okay it's it. Pretty... yeah but like you gotta pay for like you gotta pay for it just like you gotta pay for microsoft word so
0: i've never paid for microsoft word well someone's so been paying pirated. for you <laughs>
1: thank you whoever it is
2: (laughs) (laughs) some
0: hacker down
2: in the
1: time to pay it forward but yeah um so basically to get us going on this what we were first talking about was satisfaction that's kind of like the main idea and we were briefly talking about it last week because we were talking about um just kind of reminiscing thanksgiving and talking about that and i pigged out on on thanksgiving i ate a lot of food on thanksgiving and you know felt i had a lot of coffee too all day long how many cups of
0: coffee do you think you consumed in the day of
1: thanksgiving probably a lot of
0: coffee some big cups Mega, but they were enough. Mugga hugga jugs. Mega mugga hug jugs? Dude, I'm making that now. Uh, yeah. Mega <laughs> mugga hugga jugs. They're just these three gallon cups of coffee <laughs> made out of ceramics. So they're just like 25 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I had, you had have a lot to, hug yeah. it to
2: carry it around. That's the only thing that me started on, on the straws. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit that out. Um,
2: <laughs>
1: but uh but yeah, yeah no we were talking about we were talking about uh,
2: dying.
1: gluttony <laughs> and we were but we were talking about satisfaction gluttony and kind of about how gluttony is maybe one of the least talked about sins in the bible yeah, isn't it nowadays
2: The there's not even a lot of sermons on gluttony I not feel.
1: many no i've not heard many and and yet, it's something that many people deal with all the time. And yeah. a lot of times, it is just about food or drink. But I don't know. I guess in my experience, gluttony has to do with satisfaction and no. any with any kind of substance, whether it's food, drink, uh, phone usage. Yeah. And I mean, I I'm a sucker, even for work, I'm a sucker to to always trying to be satisfied because the idea of gluttony is you're you're looking for satisfaction. You got a hole within your heart. Within your soul that you're trying to fill with just one more bite, just one more drink, um, just just one more cigarette, just one more whatever it is, and and so there's a hole in your heart, and gluttony has so gluttony has to do with a lack of satisfaction, and so where you're, where are you getting that satisfaction from? Right. And I was really confronted with that on Thanksgiving because mm-hmm. um, I was I was eating a, a lot right and I, i'm not i'm not necessarily is, if you couldn't tell i'm very very fit do am want me to give him a lat spread really quick yeah do a lat spread, last
0: spread. <laughs> that was actually a good last no i just thought it's funny that i didn't think you actually <laughs> yeah. <could> do it <laughs> well let's see your last spread then yeah yeah i got you
1: <laughs> with the, <abs. laughs> the pumper vest Nice. Come hey, on, let's give hey. us a lat spread. Give us a. Look. Come on, King Cobra.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. What that's alright
1: That's right. I don't know anything um, about I don't have lifting. any
0: bones. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but even though, like, even though you're not, even even though you know, I'm not necessarily someone who's out of shape. I I still was realizing, like, shoot, I'm eating a lot, and then I and then that got me thinking. Well, where am I not? satisfied in life well i'm not satisfied in a lot of different areas and 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 so um for me i think some of the big things where where i'm just not satisfied with is for sure work like it's constantly work is constantly on my mind and it's Mm. really hard for me to not be thinking about work because this i love my job it's a very fun job i love the people i work with it's very rewarding and and i I have the opportunity uh to make a good amount of money and so it's it checks off all the boxes but it takes it absolutely takes over too yep and so not not being satisfied with that i realized like why am i not satisfied with it well it's pretty simple it's because i'm looking for satisfaction in it (laughs) it's super simple Do you think there's
0: a level of pride that turns into that? Not to change it towards pride, but rather just put a layer of maybe just backing that up just a little bit of when you said that it's not talked about a lot. So thinking, I was like, why is that? And I was why why is it not talked about a lot? And I I mean, correct me if you guys see different avenue, but I almost see there's two different points of it's either we're really struggling with it or we don't think we're struggling with it and there's also like this weird thing of hey we don't wanna cuz whenever I think of gluttony the first thing I think of is the person that eats too many chips yeah and so part of me is like
1: overweight probably
0: yeah and and so that conversation everyone else like in my life I assume I can very much assume that that's how I'm going to interact with it is, oh, let's talk about gluttony when the big guy's here. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm also holding, I think I can hold a lot of pride in the fact that like the things like work that I wouldn't say I'm a glutton to, but I also hold pride in those because it's not necessarily something bad per se. It's something that like we all have to do. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. we, we have to work. There's certain things. It almost and, seems
1: justified. It almost
0: feels justified. So whenever someone says, "Oh, that's a gluttony and, and think we can be blinded to that or we're on the very opposite side of it. And mm.
1: Yeah. It, and that's the thing is it is that it does. I, I'm glad you brought that up because it does feel very justified or justifiable. I mean, mm-hmm. to say, I, I justify it all the time. Like when I'm on many times, I'll, I mean, it happened this past Sunday at church. Honestly, I got a notification because I'm always getting notifications for work all the time. And I was like, <laughs> and I looked at it and I was like, whoa, shoot. And Caitlin like nudged me. And I was like, oh, wait, holy cow. You're so right. What am I, <laughs> what am I doing? Right away, I'm looking for how can I, wow. how can I close this next, close this next deal, even in the Lord's house mm-hmm. where I'm supposed to be focusing on <laughs> That's him. That's crazy. Yeah yeah so trying
0: to turn his place into a uh market there huh nehemiah <laughs> father's house into a market. <laughs> holy cow Nehemiah man. just falls that was off so, his chair that was mucho convicting holy cow that was really good Mike says at the same time the wow. father's house a den of robbers. I, I hope that that's i didn't mean to point it no how no, no I, that's, a,
1: that's a great point oh my gosh but how i mean but that's even, not necessarily what Hey, I mean, kind of. Oh, yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, I mean, it's not exactly it the wait, same. How many thing? times church. have you
0: been sitting in church and you think about Monday through Friday when you're sitting there? Or <laughs> so many times I'm yeah. sitting there and I think about, yeah, I could be doing this. Yeah.
1: Oh, this is. Oh, where are we gonna get food yeah. afterwards?
0: Yeah, I can't wait. To coffee. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Many
1: times, I mean, you're, and you're thinking about the thing that's gonna try to satisfy you. You know, it's it's it's. It's like a serpent whispering in my ear saying, This next, this next, this is what'll do, this is this is what'll give you uh satisfaction in life. Mm-hmm. Just, you know. And and a lot of times it can be stupid, stupid stuff. The thing last night was mac and cheese. It's just the next bowl of mac and cheese is what's gonna help me. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't help me. <laughs> it was not it. Um it's and then after after up, mac and cheese, I, I got a bowl of ramen noodles. Mm-hmm. Thought I thought I'll just fill my belly with noodles and water, and it didn't help me either.
0: This is side side quest, <laughs> side quest time. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do. <laughs> <laughs> Cue the music around. of side quest. <laughs> <laughs> ramen noodles, mac and cheese. Has anyone done ramen mac? Mac and rom. Mac and rom? Like, put just, like, the cheese, like, the uh, Belvedi. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Belvedi. (laughs) (laughs) Why does it sound like a Russian cheese? Velveeta? (laughs) (laughs) Belvedi. Belvedi. (laughs) But put that on,
1: Side quest. Let's put a pin. Let's put a pin in, in this, we're gonna have to come back to that. <laughs> yeah, we'll come back to that. We'll edit that out. Side quest time. <laughs> but okay. um, back to the podcast. But no, yeah, back to the yeah the satisfaction though. That's that's been something that's been on my at least my heart has been more aware of it since Thanksgiving to where every time that I I I am seeking for satisfaction elsewhere,
0: uh-huh. I,
1: I'm way more convicted on it. For I mean, every, when was Thanksgiving like two weeks ago or whatever so yeah that's kind of where i've been with that Yeesh. yeah
2: is it always true that when you're not satisfied and you turn to sin that you always turn to gluttony or are there other things that you
1: turn to me personally well like us when, in general
2: people in general
1: when you're not satisfied yeah
2: um aren't there multiple avenues
1: well i mean the whole the whole If you look back at eden or yeah all the way back to eden eve wasn't adam and eve weren't satisfied you know they obviously were looking if they were um that they wouldn't have been able to be convinced by the serpent that that the Mm. uh, forbidden fruit was the right way to go they would have said no that's what are you talking about this is good enough Are Mm -hmm. are you kidding me and so i mean it i don't i i guess that's a good question is like how much of sin comes from a lack of satisfaction yeah and i mean if you're i would i would say unless
0: i'm thinking an error all sin comes from the idea that god is not enough or god is not able to satisfy the area of that
1: so i'm going to try to find it on my own correct Mm mm-hmm
0: they're not. You're not satisfied. Which is
1: not necessarily gluttony,
2: but that's some. Yeah, i say it the overarching.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I think you could put it into the categories of, um, I mean, the three that is talked about so much is the money, sex, power. That is, yeah. you could define all sin, in which we go to within those three, and then I'm. You could look at the seven deadly sins, which I'm
1: trying to remember uh laziness lying uh gluttony lust wrath five
2: uh what was you seen
1: the movie seven it's a very good murder mystery movie
2: i'm trying to think of the enneagram and i'm trying to reverse engineer it (laughs) it's it's not Uh, the same as that the one had a problem with anger two has a problem with two's the helper but what's the issue with the helper
0: laziness
1: three is lying okay oh yeah so envy anger lust gluttony pride um two is pride and nine is sloth greed
0: what's the difference between sloth and laziness
1: uh that that's the same oh yeah sloth seven
2: is gluttony yeah um eight hmm there's not eight power Oh, no, that's right, because they took the seven deadly sins and they expanded it to make the Enneagram. That's what they did. An expanded
0: universe
1: in Marvel.
2: Okay, yeah, so there's lust, gluttony. <laughs> Talking about gluttony. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a good fat joke, dude. Your, mom, your mom's expanded, dude. Lust, gluttony, greed, I'm sloth, that wrath, envy, and pride. Yeah, envy is not what... That's a good... I feel like glut, gluttony and envy are the two that are kind of talked about least and of course like the seven deadly sins aren't there's not a verse in the bible that says these are the seven deadly sins right it was more so like a catholic thing that came along yeah, somebody and,
0: came up with that right
1: yeah it's like a Catholic it's like i, I mean oh, so you can look, like you the, can look god, at the
0: right? things that god
1: yeah it's, they're, they're all from the bible you know there's not mm-hmm. a verse that says yeah these these would all be the the seven main big ones but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know that the whole, the whole idea of not being satisfied is, is, has been something that has, has gotten me pretty hard recently to be very honest with you. Or at least I've been more aware of it. Yeah, because um, yeah, today, I mean, <clears throat> we live in a, we live in a, a world where we can. Whatever we want, we can get right away. It's it's right at the next you know, day shipping, overnight yeah. shipping. Jeff Bezos gave us gives us whatever we need right away, and and uh, mm. you know I want to talk about even I mean like the whole concept of fasting too. Like that's that's out the window, you know. I don't know.
0: Well, because we don't like the idea of not being satisfied, and mm. what's the um, we talked about it a couple weeks ago with the pyramid of needs, Patri- uh, Maslow's pyramid. Maslow's hierarchy of needs, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course, you talked about that, but one of like the base ones was food, right? And mm-hmm. so, if yeah. it's so low, like food and shelter, food and shelter, and then everything else doesn't, yeah, physical needs, safety, and security, yeah. yeah so, when we take out that, I think. From a worldly perspective, we say, well, I'm not going to be able to function uh, in the other areas of my life because of this, um, or I'm going to suffer in some capacity because of that. Um, but if we look at it from a, a spiritual perspective, it actually, yeah, there is a little bit of suffering when it comes to um, that. And I will say, I mean, I have done some fasting before, <clears throat> not a mass amount of it. Um, never gone uh a week or anything like that that's something that is just insane to th- think about even right now but uh in spiritual like when we decide to fast and we cut off that source of needs i think and i my eyes almost become more clear to mm-hmm. my sin and it becomes more bare uh when I am not satisfied because I find that, I find myself getting pulled to things to be satisfied. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it could translate to any other thing, like, hey, I'm gonna take a fast from phone, my phone, Uh, or I'm going to uh, take a fast from eating out for a month you know or I'm going to take a fast from buying myself personal items that uh, that are outside of my needs but rather my wants like clothing mm-hmm. or anything like that yeah uh, i think in those things when we get rid of those and we go on this fast from that we which is also some of those things i'm saying other countries don't even have that option yeah, yeah. <laughs> right uh Or just other people i shouldn't even say other countries but other people don't even have that option so we're very blessed in that Mm -hmm. but when that when that suffering comes about man you'll see your flesh pop out like crazy and fight against the spirit and the fight against god like mass amount man it's crazy Mm -hmm.
2: You have the loudest swallows.
1: I practice. <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> not joking.
1: It's all about the air bubble. When he when he first asked Corny out, he was like, "Hey, um, do you want to go out with me?" I
0: see. I can't do it when I focus too much.
1: Whoa, <laughs> that was deep.
2: It's all about relaxing the vocal cords in the scenario <laughs> section. <laughs> <laughs> oh, careful
1: with the, hand the warm-ups. Um uh, The when it comes to scripture, um well, while having this conversation, Ooh. I was brought to
2: Psalm twenty three.
1: Yeah, I was that's exactly it. That, that's what I have right here. Like that's what was on my mind mm. when we were talking about all of this. Um what probably I'd say it's the most famous psalm, but it's but, <laughs> but also probably one of the most famous chapters of the Bible too. Uh, first one, the first verse is the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want. That many people know that. But the one, the, the verse that I'm speaking of specifically, in fact, I'll just read the whole thing. And then we can talk a bit about this because, because you and I had learned a little bit and I had studied with my parents a little bit too, just uh, what, what the whole chapter entails. So I'll just, I mean, it's a short chapter. I'll read it off. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. That's the the verse that I'm focusing on. Mm. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies, my cup, excuse me, uh, you anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So, right there, one of the most famous psalms out there. And that verse, verse five, it's the second half of it that I'm thinking of. You know what? my head with oil; my cup overflows. Mm-hmm. So, a little bit about briefly going to kind of buzz through the context of that that verse, that that uh, chapter. I guess a lot of people think of this as sort of metaphorical. You know the uh, the fact that he's, you know, the Valley of the Shadow of Death—it sounds like, oh, it's just a term for yeah. live, being a really bad spot in life. And in the context of this verse, though, there's there there are many theologians that think that that's an actual location, mm-hmm. like an actual place that was that was called the Valley of the Shadow of Death. And what would happen there is is this was a location where many pagans would actually practice all kinds of different witchcraft and and pagan rituals Mm -hmm. one thing that the valley was known for was it it was a valley so you end up having a lot of drainage that goes into there and i think someone's probably going to correct my parents are probably going to listen to this and correct me on it but i think that the valley of the shadow of death was potentially where um where christ had gone to pray like the garden of gethsemane um then again i'm not 100 sure on that did they
2: go to the mount of olives to pray
1: okay I, i'll take that back then but it was no, it was I'm a spot where it, it was yeah, a, no,
0: it's not it's not there because it's but, funny because i can actually envision
1: the yeah, garden like because you yeah you had actually been there yeah okay but okay so
0: which is weird because Mount of olives and garden of Gethsemane are like on the same hill
1: okay so <laughs> it's yeah weird. it's crazy oh, it's also it's a small it's a super small country super small but So I'll take that back then, but basically the, the Valley of the Shadow of Death, a literal spot. Now what, what would happen in the Valley of the Shadow of Death is that the pagans would, you know, anyone who wasn't a follower of, of the Lord, what they would do were, were these pagan rituals where they would sacrifice to their ancestors. The way that they would do it is they had three big rocks and a giant slab on top of it, and it looked like a table. All right, so already you have a relocation called the Valley of the Shadow of Death. And you have David talking about, you prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. So the idea is that they were actually like real big tables made out of rocks. What they would do is they would take the household gods or these idols, set them there, and they would feed they would feed these false gods mm-hmm. uh, with, with bread and wine. Now, one reason that the that, that ancestry was so important to, to the ancients is because they actually thought that when you die, you go to the afterlife, and it's up to your children to feed you. So if you're my mm-hmm. son, and I'm your dad, and I die, the reason why I want to keep having sons is because if they don't remember my name, and if they don't keep feeding me, and 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 sacrificing to me all the time then i'm i'm gonna cease to exist and that's why in the old testament you hear these stories about household gods and and who was it that was that was uh looking for their household gods it was um late, it would have been uh, late, uh late, not late lot late. Isaac, Isaac was looking for
0: lot was looking for it and it was <clears throat> rebecca who was sitting on it mm-hmm.
1: yes yeah, so those rachel. and those rachel then those household gods were so okay. important because like hey, hey if we don't have these then we're going to forget and our, our our ancestors are going to perish in the afterlife obviously a false idea mm-hmm. now the the whole concept of behind these false idols were that is that they were they were gods but they were little g gods they were really just demons they were they were the elohim you know which is which is a, a term for a divine a divine being yeah. mm-hmm. um and so Although they were sacrificing to real gods, they were sacrificing to these, uh, you know, the false gods were, in fact, yep. demons that were showing displays of, of greatness and power, but really they, they weren't the, the true God. They were a distraction away from God. And so here you have, in in these ancient times, you have these these people that were, you know, pagan sacrificing. And it's crazy, because if if they didn't have a cup that constantly every month had to get filled with wine and, and bread yeah. that was constantly given to them, they, they would cease to exist. And those were the, those were these, these demons. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and David, what David is saying is, although I'm sitting in this, this valley, this evil valley, yeah. this is like while he was running away, this is while he was in the wilderness. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's engaging with all of these, with all of these demonic forces and, and pagan practices. But he's saying, Hey, he's, to be honest, it's kind of a bit of a derogatory idea, but it's almost like a middle finger to, to the, dark, the dark forces to where he's, he's saying, hey, look, my cup is overflowing. Even, even in, the, ta- even in the, the presence of my enemies, I'm given a table. You guys are all sacrificing on these giant stone tables, and I'm actually given a table in the presence of all of these, all of these evil people, um, and I'm satisfied. I already have everything and you guys even in death are are you're not satisfied and that's such that's that's one reason why this this uh chapter is so beautiful is because many of these things are are literal you know it's it's david it's david saying i my my god has conquered and also if you think about it you know these these demons that were being sacrificed to you know, the, we we don't we don't think of them in terms of when when we hear the term gods with little g, mm-hmm. we don't think of them as literal beings. But the Bible refers to them as actual literal beings. The the demons they were, the the gods of the 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 Egyptians, right? That mm-hmm. that Moses, well, Moses one by one God through Moses one by one systematically destroyed. They were real gods. They were just demons. They they were they were real beings that were being worshipped. Mm-hmm. But obviously they they were looking for. They were looking for praise, just like the serpent was looking for praise. Yeah, and in, in the very beginning.
0: If you guys are wondering where Nehemiah is like referencing this from, uh, if you guys look up Blurry Creatures, uh, it's a podcast that is. Yeah, there's a. It's. I would simply say blurry. It's very blurry because they talk about a lot
1: of. Um, It's kind of like where where the spiritual realm intersects with the physical realm, Mm -hmm. and sometimes it happens to where to where we can experience the where where we as physical beings can experience purely spiritual beings.
0: Yeah. So they explain they (coughs) essentially they'll talk about things that don't really make sense to a lot of us like UFOs, aliens, Bigfoot, and then they talk about it from a Christian perspective, which I think is actually quite refreshing because. I mean like, I don't what does, exactly. a, what does
1: a Christian do with the whole ter- the whole idea of aliens? Like that's right. a hard thing. And so they just explain it pretty well. But they have one they have one look up what's the name of the plot? The Valley of the Shadow of Death. Yeah, yeah the look of blurry called, creatures, the that's valley what of it's the death and, and of guy death through and he goes through and he explains, explains this. And it's a beautiful idea. death yeah. of the fact that the is that the is saying, I'm, content, I'm satisfied I'm of what of the of the me." the me. Um. even while I'm in the valley of the shadow of death.
0: Yeah. So
1: and so, yeah.
2: yeah. I'd have to look into that because I don't know anything about that mm. podcast.
1: It's a good podcast. It's a fun one. And mm-hmm. sometimes they can talk a bit about some, you know, a lot of a lot of conspiracy theories too. But, See, but also they talk about
2: it turns me off a little bit because I'm like, sure. I don't know if I would trust them
1: right well they, they they don't necessarily say that they believe in one thing or not they just say like hey these are things that people have said and oh, right you know in terms of seeing seeing things that are unexplainable physically you know mm-hmm. there could be some context here for for a Christian like if we look at this through a biblical worldview mm-hmm. this is what it could mean right mm-hmm. and so um uh but anyways when it comes to this 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 uh chapter here obviously it's a very physical thing to try to try to be satisfied um whatever it is you know whether, whether that's with food uh getting satisfied sexually getting satisfied uh with with money you know there's we're always looking for for a way to fill the you've heard the term god god-shaped hole yeah within all of us i think
0: I, <clears throat> I heard this from actually one of my students who i'm in small group was i don't remember where he heard this from It's from a teacher and says the worst thing or actually i think it said this way the best thing for our pride uh, which is actually the worst thing for us the best thing for our pride is that we are given everything we desire mm-hmm. um i was just thinking through that and just the idea that truly the worst thing for us as a believer and i do stand on this is that everything that we just we desire in our flesh desire in our our very sinful heart if we were to be given that um if god never said no to those things or rather just those were acquired and we were we received those I can't imagine where my life would be in the sense that everything I was given that I ever wanted just in the moment, because I was desiring that uh, I would probably be dead. Mm. I mean, genuinely I'd probably have a sexually transmitted disease and I'd be dead. Mm. And I, I mean that in all heart. Cause I mean, there's one thing that, uh, in my own life that the Lord has freed me from was sexual bondage. Um, and so he's brought me out of that and i'm so thankful and i praise the lord and that, that there's so many different areas in which people struggle with that satisfaction of um i don't want to be satisfied um or i should say i don't want to be satisfied but what god says and the word of god says uh is satisfying mm. um and so we we in essence we throw this verse this Mm. chapter out the window, and we Mm. say, no, uh, I would rather be at my enemy's table being fed Mm. rather than being fed from my heavenly Father's table. It's interesting that Christ does say that there is, uh, I'm preparing a place for you to go, and I I am preparing a table Mm -hmm. for you, Mm right? Mm. Um, uh, It's crazy to think that he does that. He's waiting for us. And he desires for us to dwell with him and to spend time and truly be satisfied in him um, yeah. and to say no to that for an instant gratification yeah. uh, rather than an eternal satisfying yeah. satisfaction. <laughs> satisfaction. <laughs> Satisfaction. Tr- yeah. Satis- yeah, an <laughs> satisfaction, satisfaction, yeah, eternal satisfaction. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. Mm. Yeah,
2: I was gonna say, like, from at my school that I went to, my professor brought up this idea. Um, my music professor brought up this idea of they were talking about this, and I I don't know if he's he said he was raised Catholic. I don't know if he's totally a Christian, um, but he brought up this idea of anointing and, and for some reason the the way he explained the concept was you would anoint something that you thought was the Messiah or the King uh, or something Mm. that that's what they did in biblical times. They anointed the King or they anointed um, you know, Jesus was anointed at his, his his feet with the perfume. And uh, this idea of anointing in the old Testament, and he was bringing that idea to now, uh, today, what do we anoint wow. to, um, to, uh, to live for, to be like, this is my king. This is who I will serve. Um, and I just kind of said this in the middle of the class, cause it's kind of a community college, um, very public school or type of thing, uh, where there's not a lot of Christians. And I just said, um, Yeah, because everybody has a a God-shaped hole in their heart, right? And we try to fill it with something, our career, music, or whatever. The question is, is it satisfying? And that question kind of left everybody thinking for a while because they're all, I, I know, I just kind of get this feeling that everybody's trying to, at least everybody in that particular building that going for their particular degrees are trying to find success in whatever they're going, because they're trying to find satisfaction in that. And they work really, really hard and find themselves battling mental health and stress and all this stuff because they work so hard to find, try to find satisfaction in a thing that's probably going to make them even emptier. Mm. Um, And C.S. Lewis will kind of talk about this too. Um, Aim for Christ and you get the world thrown in and aim for the world, and you get neither. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, huh? that's Mm -hmm. interesting. Because if you just aim for Christ, if you just aim for Jesus, try to find your satisfaction in just Jesus himself. You're not trying to go to Jesus just to be happy. You're not going to Jesus to be satisfied, but you're going to Jesus as an end in himself. You just want Jesus just because of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, he actually gives you all those things Mm -hmm. satisfaction happiness Mm -hmm. joy yeah and you're like what i wasn't even aiming for that i was just aiming for jesus yeah but when you do that then he'll give you all those Mm -hmm. things um you don't just go to jesus just to get something from him because that's not a relationship with him yeah we'll see you guys next week catch you on the flippity flop
1: adios
0: shalom
2: Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Disruption. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate or share on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening from. You can also support us financially on our podcast website. The link for that is in the description below. Tune in on Mondays. We'll see you next week.